Count me among the abolitionists. Abolish abortion. It's the blackest spot on our culture. Future generations will look back and say, what were they thinking? The way that you and I look back on Puritan preachers who own slaves and say, what were they thinking? The first person to proclaim Christ was an unborn baby. And all of this was foretold. Let's go back to this prophetic, profound, history-breaking, world-redemptive, history-bisecting moment when the angel Gabriel has revealed the long-anticipated name of the prophesied Savior to Mary. Verse 36 of Luke chapter 1, And consider your relative Elizabeth. Even she has conceived a son in her old age, and this is the sixth month for her, who is called childless. For nothing will be impossible with God. I am the Lord's servant, said Mary. May it be done to me according to your word. Then the angel left her. In those days, Mary set out and hurried to a town in the hill country of Judah, where she entered Zechariah's house and greeted Elizabeth. If you read Luke's gospel from the very beginning, we already know who Zechariah is. He's the guy who, uh, through the casting of lots, has been chosen as the high priest that year to go in and make atonement for the sins of the people within the Holy of Holies in the temple. And he's struck in mute because of the questions that he asks when he, like Mary, is told that, there, that he and his wife would have a miraculously, uh, miraculously conceived child. John the Baptist is not conceived immaculately, but his birth is miraculous nonetheless because his parents had been infertile up until this point. And they didn't have technology like you and I do today through IVF, for example. But God opened Elizabeth's womb and now Elizabeth and Mary are going to see each other. When Elizabeth heard Mary's greeting, the baby leaped inside her, and Elizabeth was filled with the Holy Spirit. Then she exclaimed with a loud cry, Blessed are you among women, and your child will be blessed. How could this happen to me that the mother of my Lord should come to me? For you see, when the sound of your greeting reached my ears, the baby leaped for joy inside me. Blessed is she who has believed that the Lord would fulfill what he has spoken to her. So you got these two godly pregnant women whose babies are miraculous. Every baby, every baby can be considered a miracle. We still don't understand everything that, that takes place at the moment that a new genome is formed, when sperm meets egg, something that we don't understand happens. But this is the Son of God, miraculously conceived in a virgin mother. And John the Baptist, whose birth is prophesied, whose parents were in an older age, long before fertility treatments, long before IVF, just by a miracle of God, so that God's will would be done. Because God said it, it is so. Is, wasn't that the case all the way back in Genesis? Like, isn't this Genesis chapter one, Vacation Bible School 1995 basic? All right, I think I just dated myself there. Right, isn't, isn't this so basic? And God said, and it was so. And God said, and it was so. And God said, and it was so. 
that has been the case for Elizabeth. And so these two godly pregnant women see each other. Mary has said already, like what, what, what you've said, may it be done. Like may God's will be realized in me. This angel has said, nothing is impossible with God. Do you believe that today? I do. My wife does. I pray that you do too. These two pregnant women meet. And when Mary greets Elizabeth, John the Baptist leaps within his mother's womb. And his mother is filled with the Holy Spirit. The same Holy Spirit who overshadowed Mary, the same Holy Spirit who hovered above the surface of the waters at the beginning of creation. The Holy Spirit may have poured out upon the church in the New Testament, but he's always been there since the very beginning. The, 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 the Genesis creation account describes the Spirit of God hovering over the surface of the waters. Like he's always been there. That Holy Spirit filled Elizabeth. That Holy Spirit brought about the Immaculate Conception. That Holy Spirit is in the Redemption Church. And I pray he's at work in your church today too. If you're not a part of the Redemption Church, but a part of a less cool church. Blessed are you among women and your child will be blessed. How could this happen to me that the mother of my Lord should come to me? This is also arguably one of the first proclamations of Jesus as Lord by someone who's not an angel. Elizabeth is filled with the Holy Spirit and she knows. She can't see Jesus, but she knows he's Lord. Can anybody relate to Elizabeth right now? You haven't seen Jesus, but you know he is Lord. She's filled with the Holy Spirit. She proclaims Jesus as Lord while Mary's just walking up to her. For you see, when the sound of your greeting reached my ears, the baby leaped for joy inside me. Blessed is she who has believed that the Lord would fulfill what he has spoken to her. Do you believe what the Lord has spoken to you? Because this may be the story specifically about what God's will was for Mary and what God's will was for Elizabeth. But the statement about God and his character is ubiquitous and universally applicable. Nothing is impossible with God. Mary believed that. And Elizabeth, filled with the Holy Spirit, said, you are blessed. May you likewise be blessed. It may not be God's will that you miraculously conceive a child in your old age. And I know it's not God's will that you immaculately, if you're a woman, give birth to the Savior because it's already happened. It need not happen again. And it will not happen again because it's already been done. Fulfilled, prophesied, complete, tetelestai, it is finished but I do know that what this text says about God is still true today. Nothing will be impossible with God. Redemption Church, we're praying for revival. And arguably the most pagan city in the US. Nothing is impossible with God. We have fasted, we'll fast again. We're gonna pray to God, the God of the impossible. And we'll believe. May we, like Mary, believe that God is able to do anything. May we, like Mary, be willing to do anything that God calls us to do. And may we step into that beautiful light that Elizabeth was shining upon Mary when she said, blessed is she who has believed that the Lord would fulfill what he has spoken to her. Do you believe that God could bring revival to a city like Seattle? I refuse to fake it. I'm not gonna contrive it. 
we uh, we don't have smoke machines, and even if we did, we wouldn't pretend like they're the glory of God. We're not going to report fake numbers. We're not going to plant actors in the audience. We're not going to have fake baptisms. We just believe that God's able to do the impossible, and may we step into the same blessedness of Mary proclaimed by Elizabeth. John the Baptist and Jesus have been ministering since before they were born, and the Savior's arrival is proclaimed by the unborn John the Baptist. That's incredible to me. Look at how God uses unborn babies in his ministry. This is one of a billion reasons. I'm among the abolitionists. May abortion be abolished. May unborn babies be used of God to proclaim his glory evermore. And may you, Seattle Christian especially, but Christians of all cities, believe God is able to do the impossible.